Ready? Yes. Oh! Here we go again. Gonna wake up the downstairs neighbors. Late one night, when my eyes beheld an eerie sight, for my monster from his slab began to rise. And suddenly, to my surprise, he did the match. He did the monster match. The monster match. It was a graveyard smash. He did the match. It caught on in a flash. He did the match. All right, you're listening to Final Hour with the West Coast Neighbors. I'm Seth. And I'm still Brian. Hey, still Brian. That. Yep. I, this is a dark place to start, but I instantly thought of stillborn when you said that. It is Halloween, so, I mean, nice that you would just go straight to the spookiest, most fucked up thing you could possibly think of. Yeah, I didn't start with Trump. Oh, that was a decent burn, actually. That Thank wasn't you. bad. So we've well, got I, a know, nice I know you're now a registered Republican. I am a registered Republican in California, yeah. which is the weirdest thing ever, by the way. I yeah, mean, you're not the if only I one. lived like 30 miles south in Orange County, I would just fit in. I'd be fine. White, Republican. I mean, I'm not rich, so that would be kind of weird. But That's true. They, they would at least like me. You know. They at least pretend. They but pretend. They don't. I don't know. They're pretty racist and classist and a lot of things down in Orange County. You know who the most racist people are in Southern California? Let's just really get it out there. White people. Old Asian men. Yeah, old, a- actually, old that Asian does track. Men that run convenience stores fucking hate black people. Like, yeah, they, they just do. do. Like, I, every time I've ever been around one, I'm just like, hmm, I'm uncomfortable and feel like you're a member of the Ku Klux Klan. <laughs> Secretly, <laughs> which would be ironic, <laughs> right? Right. There's, I, I saw that movie Black Klansman, which was pretty good. It's like the best Spike Lee movie in a while. Okay. But, uh, now there needs to be like I don't know what what would you call that Chinese Klansman Chinese American Klansman was that Kylo Ren that was in that yes and he did have his lightsaber or his name is Adam Driver I like that you can only refer to certain people by like oh is Captain America in that yes Chris <laughs> Evans was in that film to be no, fair I don't use Captain America for him because he was also uh, the Human Torch so he actually gets his name he is Chris number one. Chris number. I mean, I feel like he deserves to be Chris number one. Well, he right? was the first of the Marvel Chris's, right? Didn't Cap come I out before think Thor? So yeah, that that sounds right. Yeah, he was yeah. the first Avenger. Yeah, let's say he was then. Yeah, yeah. He so totally he's Chris was. one, and Thor is Chris two, and then Star Lord yeah. is Chris three. Chris the third. Chris the third. Yes. Star Lord, Lord Lord Chris the third. <laughs> I feel like we're cultivating a religion, which. I have said before, I like to think that if the globe survives for centuries, that somewhere Mm -hmm. down the line, somebody will come across all of our comic book stuff and mistake it for our theology. And Star-Lord will probably be known as like a patron saint. In the future, tights will be huge with everyone. All priests will wear tights, very tight tights. And um, yeah, names like Thor and shit like that will be around there. Yeah. No, it'd be amazing. So you're going to start the first Church of Marvel, and I'm going <laughs> to declare you a blasphemer. <laughs> and then we'll burn you at the stake and call you the Human Torch. Problem solved. Yay. Boom. And we've come full circle. There it was. Hey, so speaking of stillborn, um, right. what happened to the Dodgers? Ouch. I make some harsh Cubs jokes, and I may bash on the city of Chicago, but I've never made abortion jokes about... Did you watch the World <laughs> Series, though? I did. And to be fair, 
They played just like the Cubs played at the beginning of the playoffs. Yeah, and I mean, here's the thing. This was not a great Dodger team. Like, last year, we got lucky. Like, Chris Taylor had a, a career year. Alex Wood had a career year. And this year, they didn't. And it showed. And so when we got to the World Series, I was just fucking pumped. And, of course, I believed we could win because I always ha- you always have to believe you can win. Right. But by about the time we went down 2-1, to one, I was like, this is a really good team we're playing. Like, they have had everything go right for them this year. And they also happen to have, like, all they won like a hundred and some seven games or whatever and six i was like this this could get bad and then it did and I, I i hate to say i wasn't too shocked but i was still sad about it of course of course it happens. how can you not be but uh yeah now the world series happened and cheers to the boston red sox god i'm just so tired of boston winning things because everyone in boston's kind of an asshole and it's like it's like the assholes keep winning, and I'm like, God damn it! When are the good people gonna win? When are the nice people? Not that L.A. by the way is the nice people. If you want those people to win, it should have been the Brewers or something like some nice Midwestern folks, or the Cubs again. No, <laughs> no, they're nice people in Chicago. They're you know, it's funny you folks. say that because <laughs> both of my Obama, parents right? were very happy the Red Sox won. I don't know why exactly, but a lot of people hate the Dodgers, and it's fair to be why? honest. As a Dodger, because we, our fan base is fifty-fifty, complete total dipshits, and fifty percent normal baseball fans. Which one are you? Well, the day that we went down three to one in the World Series, I was an asshole. I'll admit it. Like I was on Reddit, like just full-on flaming people. But here's the thing: I was flaming because there were people who were calling for Dave Roberts, the manager, to be fired, and I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me, people?" The guy's gotten us to back-to-back World Series, and we should fire him because the World Series didn't go well against one of the best teams in baseball ever. God, yeah, fuck him, right, for not winning the World Series when he was, like, like we were, like, if you looked at the Vegas odds, we were way down there. We were hugely the underdog. Mm. And I was just, I'm very tired of asswipe Dodger fans screaming for Dave Roberts to be fired and saying we shouldn't re-sign Clayton Kershaw because he can't play in the playoffs well guess what there's this whole season thing that leads up to the playoffs that you <laughs> don't tend to make when you don't have a, a starting pitcher who has a below 3.0 era and a manager who w- gets you to back-to-back world series like cut those things out and we won't even make the playoffs so playoffs. i was i know you didn't know what those were for a while <laughs> but now I you're very familiar I, with them i i was i was always wondering why uh Baseball fans were always talking about October. Like I thought yeah. that they just <laughs> baseball ended September. Yeah, I thought I thought they were just really like no. I, they, maybe they secretly hated baseball and they were like, yeah, it's October, it's over. Is there some sort of time bubble over New York where like the Yankees are still playing? <laughs> like what's going on here? Now you it's mentioned like the Yankees. That actually is why I was one of the reasons I was rooting for the Dodgers, um, partially for you, thank you, and because yeah, I've been to a couple Dodgers games. Sure. Um, you took me to I'm, my first Dodger game. I did. Uh, yeah. I uh, I'm I'm by no means a Dodgers fan, sure. but I remember a time. Oh, it's time for Grandpa Seth's story time. Oh boy. <laughs> I remember a time. By the way, uh, to recap from our last episode of this, we record from our homes now. So while you may hear um, baby noises in the background on Brian's end, you mm-hmm. may hear purring cat noises. I'm going to see if this picks it up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I kind of hear it vaguely. Yeah, it a little bit. Like the I'm being, I'm being mauled by it. Oh, look, yours is getting on you, too. So 
this, the format of this show may be slightly different, folks, because we now constantly have guests. They don't <laughs> speak, no. um, which is a, well, my favorite kind of guest, really. Well, one of our guests occasionally yells loudly. But you know what? He's a cat, so he just right. does what he can. He's fine. Yeah, he'll be dandy. Is that all you needed to say? Okay. There you go. <laughs> yours, yours is done? Yeah. Yeah. Mine got bored and wandered off to go be a fairy princess somewhere else. <laughs> nice. Yeah, uh, it is Halloween. Uh, she is wearing her fairy princess costume. Now, is that just a Halloween thing, or is that something she wears on the regular? I mean, I bought it for Halloween. Uh, it's actually a Tinkerbell costume, but oh. uh, they were out of Tinkerbell wands, and so I bought her the Peter Pan sword. So now she's Buffy the fairy princess. <laughs> nice. With a Peter Pan sword trying to stab the cat. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I guess he's Captain Hook. I don't know. No I, s- I fully support this. Yeah. I thought about getting a Captain Hook costume to, like, go, like, pair, pair up with. And then I was like, that, but then, like, he's mean to Tinkerbell. That wouldn't be good. And then I was like, oh, I should be Peter Pan. And then I was like, wait, in the movie, Tinkerbell's all hot for Peter Pan. And that would be super fucking weird. So I just ditched the whole idea. You could have like, been. The alligator? Like, who's I was going to say friend? that. Like I, there's like a, 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 I don't know this yet. My daughter's not old enough to watch like the Tinkerbell show, but like Disney has like this Tinkerbell show where it's like Tinkerbell and a bunch of her sexy fairy friends like run around in the forest and like, oh yeah, outfits, yeah, I know doing magic and shit and like kind of iffy CGI. She doesn't watch this show yet, but I was like, but you do. I suppose I could find like who Tinkerbell's friend is on that show and dresses her. But then I realized how hairy my legs are and how <laughs> scarred every poor child that came across us tonight on Halloween would be. They'd just look at me and be like, and I never want to watch fairies again. So I didn't do that. So you're welcome, world. Or and Disney. Angels. You're welcome, Disney. You're welcome, Disney, for me not killing your show. So story time with Uncle Seth. Where are we going with that? Right. So I remember a time when... I remember a time. I've got my, my day. On Hang on. Let me, let me unwrap a... Uh, Werther's original as I yeah. tell this story. I'll get some now, lemonade uh, poured. Right? Yeah. Oh, it's good stuff. Yep. So I remember um, when the Yankees, I remember when the Yankees were mm. the evil team in baseball, and it was because they bought their championships. They, yep. you know, it's the same reason I, I don't, I didn't like Miami Heat when they did the big three and uh, why I'm not like I was actually on board to be a Lakers fan a little bit like as a as a fourth NBA team that I enjoy because they sure. were young, but then they went and got LeBron and I'm like ugh and there's talk they might have KD next season, mm. yeah and I was like okay everybody's just buying shit again so anyway I remember a time when the Yankees were that team because you know no salary yeah. cap or anything they just bought the best that money can buy and yep. teams that couldn't invest that much just couldn't compete. Yeah. And you know who some of the loudest critics of that were Red Sox uh, fans. True. And true. now that's all the Red Sox are is they're just the new Yankees. They have bought the team they have. In and some ways, yes. And so I don't know. So for me, I just I couldn't get behind it, and you know I was trying to be supportive of you because you've always been so supportive of my Chicago sports teams, never having a bad thing to say, just always encouraging 
and uplifting yep. and I, mean, let's, I was let's pulling be honest. for you guys. I, I, I wallow in the misery that is the Bears every year with you. I just I get down there in the muck and I enjoy it and I laugh and I splash around and then I clean myself off and I go cheer for other teams. Like, like the Niners. The Trailblazers or the Niners. Well, the Niners are definitely wallowing in the muck this year. <laughs> this is lately last few years the Niners have been muck team and, and I think we got a while to go before we are unmucked. It was really sad. Garapaholo Wolo Lolo was gonna be our savior. And then just like Jesus, he got nailed up to a cross, and now we got to oh. wait till the next season for him to come back. Yikes. Yeah. Oh, it's okay to make stillborn jokes, but God forbid <laughs> I make a Jesus God <laughs> reference. Yeah, pretty Show's much. just too cutting edge. <laughs> I'm just saying too soon, man. Yeah, 2,000 years. That's pretty, pretty on the cuff of too soon. <laughs> but... Uh, well, and then Jarek McKinnon, who I had in, like, two fantasy leagues because I thought, oh, this will be the year. He didn't even make it to the regular season. He went down in the pre last preseason game, which hosed my chances in a couple fantasy leagues with Blue. But whatever. I'm still waiting for my uh, my keeper league to have both of my running backs perform and do well because I, uh, I have David Johnson and Le'Veon Bell, which Ouch. last year David yeah. Johnson was hurt all year. This year yeah. – is he even playing it? Is he doing anything? Johnson? Yeah, he is, but the Cardinals are just fucking shit. And so Right. And then Bell is oh. busy wanting more <laughs> not money. Playing, not playing any football. And you know, after that Earl Thomas thing, I don't blame him. That dude can hold out for as long as he wants. I mean, he's not on my fantasy team, so I'm fine with it, obviously. But poor Earl Thomas, dude. The guy, you know, last member of the Legion of Boom. And it, this is me, a Niners fan, saying about a Seahawk player poor guy he didn't hold out like bell did he came back and played for less money and now his career is more or less over and he's never going to get a chance at a big payday again because he didn't wait so i'm fine with bell i'm like dude you are in a, a let me ask where you people this get though. hurt horribly on a weekly basis your entire career could come to a grinding halt with one snap of the ball but by all means demand all your money let me ask you this the Seahawk you're talking about. Yeah. Mr. Thomas. How much money has he made in the last five years, do you think? How much money has he made in the last five years? Yeah. Probably a lot. ton of money, I imagine. Probably like enough that a normal person could live off of for the rest of their life? I mean, I'm pretty sure whoever's playing backup guard for the Bears today is going to make enough. Like, that guy's clearly making a couple hundred thousand. So what I'm saying is I feel I feel it's a little wishy-washy for us to sit here as often as we do and 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 bitch about how they're all they don't let them touch each other in football anymore because of injury yeah. stuff and then to turn around and say no this guy despite that he's already making millions upon millions and he could he could stop working today and never work another day in his life and live in a comfortable normal life i mean comfortable uh, if his body isn't fucked up beyond all recognition yes even if it is financially comfortable that's not going to change oh then i would change my assessment and say no he has not made enough money to have his body fucked up beyond the rest of his life really for our entertainment like that's the thing here's the thing do you who which which league pays their players the least amount of money the nfl the nfl by far the highest paid player in the NFL 
is what like Brady makes ten, twenty million a year, maybe close. Oh. You do realize, like Justin Turner, the third baseman for the Dodgers, who is one of our better players, but not our star player by a long shot, makes twenty million a year. Like, okay. like they're talking like Bryce Harper, the outfielder for the Nationals, who is a spectacular player and probably one of the best players in baseball, is set to become the first forty million dollar a year baseball player this year. Don't get me wrong. Million I think all athletes are overpaid. But <laughs> I will say if we're comparing the two sports, one is a national pastime, doing air quotes, and has been around for a lot longer. And yes. the players do play, what? 162 games a year. Yeah, as opposed to 16. Maybe 20 if they make it all the way to the Super Bowl. However, in, f- in baseball... Nobody is allowed to leap on you and pummel you into the ground until your spine breaks. Don't get me started on the rules of baseball. I already think we need to change those. <laughs> you got <laughs> bats, guys. It just seems like you should be using those. You got more fucking often. helmets, bats, and spikes on your feet. You got, we are playing this game wrong. You're throwing hard spherical objects more or less at each other. Why right? are you doing it? Oh. Uh, this is what happens when you let a WWE fan <laughs> hear baseball. How come they aren't suplexing each other every time there's a home run? Like we need XLB. <laughs> Here's my thing. I, I don't like football that much anymore. I, I, I enjoy it. I'll watch it occasionally. I and don't I do really agree. I, I do agree with you that it has become like, like and it's the replays, by the way. We could get it. Well, maybe we should get into the replay thing because I got something to say about that for baseball, too. Um, they the need more of it. And the rules have slowed the fucking pace of those games to just nightmarishly sad. I think um, the Wall Street Journal had a study done where they figured out how much actual gameplay takes place in a three-hour game of football. Twelve minutes. Twelve minutes of actual gameplay occurs in a three-hour game of football. Like, they, they say hike. They actually run a play. The play stops. Click. The stopwatch right. stops. That makes sense because I know that uh, NFL Sunday Ticket – not a sponsor, does <laughs> have those, uh, I think they call them shortcuts or something, where it's like no. l- later that night that you can watch an entire game in under 30 minutes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you brought <sighs> me a shoe. Thank Aww, you. you got fairy shoe delivery service I, over I there. I'm jealous. Yeah, I, I just have this. a cat that poops in a box. Yeah. Are you, you need the other one off too, Cinderella? Okay, hold on. I got to take a shoe off. Oh, There's Prince Charming over here kind of anti-Prince Charming. He's taking her shoes. Um, this is this is what's happening to America, folks. Parents are literally just ripping the shoes off of their children just because they can. And you know what? I won't stand for it. That's why I personally am voting to remove Brian from... Oh, hey, Brian. Welcome back. Oh, I'm back. It's okay. Oh, I get one shoe? No, I don't. So she has moccasins, by the way, because we cultural appropriate shit in my house. So she's Buffy Hauntus, the fairy killer. Fairy yeah, slayer. that sounds about right. Fairy slayer. Yeah, sure. We go with that. Or I just call her Elizabeth Warren, the fairy slayer. I don't know. <laughs> Have to make. Uh, gosh, there's so much to talk about. I won't even go into that too much. But I just, how does it matter to anybody whether Elizabeth Warren is or isn't? Indian heritage? Have you been following that story at all? Oh, I, I can explain why it's a thing. Why? Tell me, because I can't figure out why anyone gives a fuck what this old lady's ancestry.com DNA results were. Well, 
that that's a layered answer. So it's a <laughs> okay. It's brought up as a topic of conversation originally because I guess at some point she made a comment that she had Native American heritage. Oh, okay. That five years ago wouldn't okay. be a wow. thing that anybody thinks about. They're like, uh, okay, that is probably Great. accurate. Yeah, sure. Good for you. Hooray. Um, but we aren't living five years ago. We are no. living in a time where politics are more a circus and a performance than they've ever been. This is and true. we have a an Oompa Loompa resembling ringleader that a used it as an president. attack thing. The noble president of yes, sorry, God's the noble president. chosen man. He was yes. chosen. Chosen by the majority. Yahweh lit a fire somewhere in western Tennessee, and in the burning bush a voice said, you should be president, Donald. Go be president. And then Donald went, yes, I will do that. Thank you. And went, but he's president now because the burning bush in Tennessee told him to. That's why. God's chosen man. Yeah, absolutely. How, how dare you, Oompa Loompas. I God's chosen man. Sorry. My apologies. The okay. Lord's chosen, appointed, anointed even, <laughs> with holy oils from, from, from Texas. Yes, yes, yes. The oily Donald Trump. Decided to <laughs> way to turn that one. I like that. Yeah, he decided to uh, because she disagrees with his stance on most everything, sure. um, and because he does not have any moral compass. And at this point, I will officially or, say neither do his supporters or any um, Native American blood. Obviously, sorry, Donald. I don't think you do. Right, but he decided to start mocking her claim because she is white and she uh, mentioned that she had Native American heritage in her bloodline and you know, it I'm, was I'm better for him to call her Pocahontas. I'm going to step in here for a minute and say, you know, it is very confusing. It's very confusing for people of Donald's age. If she doesn't dress like Tiger Lily from fucking Peter <laughs> Pan, how's he supposed to know? How's he supposed to identify? I mean, there are men who say they want to be women now and people who are claiming their African-American heritage, unless a person looks like Mr. Bojangles, how the fuck is Donald supposed to know they're black? How is he going to know that Elizabeth <laughs> Warren is an in, is, has Indian ancestry unless she dresses in buckskin clothes, like sexy ones, too, by the way, because oh, totally, you don't want yeah. ugly, like normal Indians? No, they got to be sexy Vegas Indians. Yeah. And wears a headdress to Congress. How is he supposed to know? That's not on him. It's true. Those it's true. I mean, I really think that we... Ooh, as members of the media at this point? I guess we are. Sort Ooh. of like in a really minor huh. no one gives a shit way. Yeah, sure. Sweet. Cool. Wow. Oh, man. Next time he attacks the media, I'm just going to take it personally. And <laughs> just, <laughs> just dig in there, Donald. Tell me about how you don't trust me. <laughs> but, yeah, it's. Uh, I think we are obviously just being too hard on him. And we're not Clearly. giving him... The benefit of the doubt that he is doing his best to try and be empathetic and understanding of all people of all walks of life. Yeah, he's doing his yeah. best. He's he's a compassionate I mean, person. How, how is he? How is he to know that those that caravan of folk driving up from Central America needs help if they don't, if they aren't bringing him tacos and they aren't wearing fun sombreros and they aren't playing 
that Mexican hat dance song on their cars the whole way here. If they were doing that, he could easily identify them as immigrants, but he can't can now I because they look different. Can I can I throw out a, a what if and get your input on this? And I want your sure. genuine, my genuine registered Republican opinion. Yeah. Okay. Like your genuine guess as to what, like, what do you think would happen if this caravan of asylum seekers, or sure. you know, enemy invaders, depending on which news source you're I've getting it from? I've heard there's some Muslims. I I follow the president on Twitter, and sure enough, he tweeted there might be some Muslims in there. Well, and so, of course, yeah. you know that there are. What is it? There are Muslim Jews that orchestrated this whole thing, and that's why we need to shoot up churches. Yeah. yeah. Soros can disguise himself as a Central American immigrant. He can do it. He's the boogeyman. He is. So let's say this this caravan of people had gotten a hold of an abundance of make America great again flags and Trump and Pence banners. Mm. And they literally were basically appearing as one giant pro Trump rally March. The, the MAGA March. Sure. Yeah. The MAGA March. Um, Southern district, really right. Southern district, extreme Southern district, extreme Got Southern it. district. Do you think like, how would, how would that register uh, with Trump and his for, base? For starters, how no one has thought to do that yet is beyond me because that's brilliant. Right. Like just like either way you win. Either he rejects people that are his supporters uh-huh. or he lets them in and you got what you wanted anyway. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. No, there's really no losing there. I'm telling you how somebody needs to airdrop some fucking MAGA hats on that on that caravan. Like <laughs> ASAP, like get him some, get him some really good bumper stickers to pay for their cars with and just let them go, man. See, that's not a bad idea. No, I think you've I think you've solved the problem for immigration right there. <laughs> look, look, you want to get across the border? Put this hat on, just wave an American flag and walk toward the border, yelling, "You support veterans," and then you'll be fine. Like you'll let yeah. you in. Yeah. My yeah, dog maybe. has awoken from his nap, as you can hear the oh, jingles. I I did hear a little bit of a jingle. Um, Are you jingling? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, "Is it Christmas yet?" I'm probably jingle. <laughs> No, it's Halloween. I don't have a scary name for him. Like Frankie is uh, Frankenstein this time of year. That makes sense. Yeah, that works. Um, well. And then for the holidays, he's frankincense and purr. And disgustingly cute, right? And Sammy, of course, is Sammy Claus. That makes sense. But I don't have a Halloween name for Sammy. Son of Sammy. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty funny. <laughs> it implies your dog's a serial killer, but why not? I it's mean, Halloween. Have you seen it? It's him? Halloween. Yeah, no, I, yeah, that's true. Such as, I mean, look, you look in his eyes and you're like, all he's waiting for is Christmas spirit and murder. Or and he's got kisses. nose kisses. There you go. See, this is why we record from home now, so that yeah. I can change dirty diapers and Seth can get nose kisses. It's a true story. Yeah. You know, you could get nose kisses too from the dirty diaper. Mm, that sounds not fun. <laughs> I mean, I'm getting something in my nose, but it's not kisses. Right. What were we talking? Oh, yeah. The so 
Where, where were we talking about? I think we well, started we were on, on like we were on football replays. Yeah, yeah sports. You, were, you wanted to cover the replay detour. thing, and then you jumped us into politics. I did. Because of your daughter. Country. Because of your That's daughter's true. feet. Yep. Her Native American toes. Um, what was I thinking? So replays. The, uh, replays. Baseball. Oh, this is great. Replays. Uh, so the commissioner of baseball, Adam Silver, really wants the games to go shorter. In fact, they've tried to cut things out so they can have shorter games. Only two but outs per inning now. As you may have noticed with the latest World Series game that went 18 innings and set a record by going for six, almost seven hours. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. I watched that game. I didn't watch it from beginning to end. That was my anniversary, and I actually went on a date with my wife for three hours and then came back and still watched a full game of baseball. <laughs> so I did you get right more than it. nine innings still? Yeah, I did. I came back in the eighth inning. Wow. It was 10 innings of baseball left to play. So, yeah, I we, we watched it. My wife wanted to for our anniversary. She's, she's a Dodger fan. Um, and so we watched 10 innings of baseball. And you know what took the longest was all the goddamn times they had to stop and be like, mm, well, let's check with it. Mm, let's look and double guess the umpires for about half an hour. And they do the same thing in, in, in football, by the way. It, basketball, probably, too. I haven't watched basketball in a hot minute. Basketball does it a lot less. They actually pretty much only check like. for the occasional out-of-bounds call. And then uh, usually yeah. on like a hard foul, they look to see if it was a, either a clear path or a flagrant. Yeah, yeah. Uh, either way, I just think replays are pointless to allow. Like, everyone's like, oh, you go to a love because it's fair play. I'm like, so what? Do we just null and void all the championships before this? Those weren't fair because there was no replay because we were counting. Like, you train these people to be umpires and referees, and then you don't trust them. It's like, dude, that's part of the sport. Sport is chance. Sport is is luck. There is a shitload of skill and luck involved in every sport. And every time I feel like you take it away from the the referees and umpires, you're taking away an element of luck. Like sometimes it's lucky. Like they still do it with baseball. They don't um, do replays on every strike because God would be there all night. And so sometimes <laughs> you'll look. Yeah, you know, and on the broadcast they have the strike zone in a little box now on the TV, and you can right. watch and be like, dude, that was clearly outside the strike zone, and yet the umpire called it a strike. Bullshit. But it adds like a little ooh, I don't know what's gonna happen thing going on, you know. Like, uh, I think there's there's something to be said for that, and I think they should get rid of the replay crap because that is what's slowing sports down to a boring-ass level. I can't watch football anymore because it's literally, well, we got to figure out if this guy touched this guy's balls before he went out of bounds. <laughs> we, better, we better go to an insanely long replay. And then the announcers. Oh, my mm. God. Joe Buck on Fox is basically Satan because he will sit there and second-guess the referee or the umpires all night. And then when it's on the thing, it'd be like, yep, just I told you. And you're like, yeah, well, fuck you. <laughs> Why what's, you uh, what's interesting about Joe Buck is how he is able to fillet Aaron Rodgers even when the Packers aren't I playing. Know. Yeah, well, the, weirdly enough, he truly hates the Dodgers more than anything. When Yasiel Puig hit that walk-off home run in game two, I could hear him choking back vomit. It was amazing. <laughs> it was literally, and there is a home run, but Yasiel Puig, like he, you could hear him like choking on the bile. And uh, he does love Aaron Rodgers. I, I hate to say this. He brings him up during the MLB broadcast, which annoys me to no end. Yeah, especially when he was calling. He called one of the Milwaukee Brewers Dodgers playoffs games. And the amount of time, like you could have played a really serious liver destroying drinking game with <laughs> how many times he mentioned Aaron Rodgers during that fucking. Well, that was a good throw. Not half as good as Aaron Rodgers. Wow. Yeah. 
So he's clearly jealous. He's very jealous of Olivia Munn, I think. If you had a gun. Okay. And one bullet. Yeah. And you were in a room mm. with Joe Buck mm-hmm. and Chris Collinsworth. Oh. Who gets the bullet? And I'm taking you off the table. That's well, the obvious well, I, choice. Uh, I would I would threaten both of them to get out of broadcasting, but I don't think I could bring myself to kill another person, so I wouldn't kill them. But I would just use the gun to tell them both to stop. What the hell happened to you, man? You used to you used to brag about murdering hobos on this show. Obviously, neither one of those guys is a hobo, so I'm not going to kill them. Aren't they, though? I mean, they're metaphorical hobos, I suppose. Okay. No, no, they're they're metaphorical demons that are ruining. American okay, you sports. know what? It's fine. Since since I have the magical power to control the could scenario. I throw holy? Could I throw holy water on one of them and let them burn? And that'd be <laughs> fine. Because I'm very sure that they're demons. If you're sure they're demons, why do you have trouble killing one? Because bullets have no effect on demons, obviously. <sighs> fine. You think you control you the have scenario? One, you do not. You have one dose of holy water. Holy water, Joe Buck. Okay. Joe Buck gets the holy water. I don't watch football that much, and mostly because of Chris Collinsworth, and I'm not that desperate to go back. But here's the thing. I don't even see Joe Buck mostly till the World Series and playoffs. He doesn't call Dodger games right. like at all, ever. And so this is how much I hate that guy. <laughs> is that literally, I only hear him for top seven games a, a year, and I would still throw the holy water on Joe Buck instead of Collinsworth, who ruins just entire seasons of football. Yeah. Can you imagine if we got Collinsworth and Madden? Uh, you see, here's the thing. I miss John Madden because he wasn't great, but he could drown out the bullshit. Like, he would just drown out things by stating obvious things, and that was fine. I, I miss that element of, in the same way that I miss Vin Scully's beautiful, uh, artful calling of Dodger games, and I do. The new guy's okay, but but Vin is a champ for a reason. I miss John Madden. Because John Madden was the perfect football announcer. He just said normal, th- like with football, you don't need to think too much. Just just let it, well, they better kick it here. Like, yeah, it's fourth down in a million miles, John. Yeah, of course. <laughs> like no one is expecting them not to kick the football. But you please let me know at home that they're going to kick it. Well, see here, they didn't score as many points as the other team, and so they didn't win. Like, thank you, John. Thank you. I appreciate that. Unlike Collinsworth, who's sitting over there, like, wanking it while he tells you about, like, whatever the hell he's got, like, just bashes on whatever team he hates this year. What happens when they hate the the Green Bay Packers? Oh, he could never hate the Green Bay Packers as long as Aaron Rodgers is there. That's true. Yeah. Do you think that the somehow they're going to, like, pull magic out of the hat again and get another world famous quarterback after Rodgers like they went from Favre who pretty much juggled the commentators balls and yep. to Rodgers who yeah it's the same routine do you think that do you think does Green Bay just have like some sort of lab somewhere where they just create quarterbacks that n- n- commentators just can't help themselves I think they'll trade for Mitch Trubisky here any day <laughs> <laughs> No, See, I, and that's I the thing is I'm a Bears fan. They I, and they had Bart Starr before, so they, they do have a history of good quarterbacks. So clearly something's going on there in Wisconsin. It's the cheese. Probably the cheese makes you a good quarterback. And and I think it also, like, they've got the storied tradition of, like, Lombardi. Like, the fucking trophy's named after their coach. So 
when you say football, people kind of automatically think of Green Bay because it's Wisconsin. It's sort of a Middle America football-y kind of place. When you say Chicago, you think of crime, you know. State. <laughs> hmm. Some solid defense and a decent running game, but never a good quarterback. I, what's funny is all right. What's funny is, is if if you had stopped before mentioning the quarterback, I thought you were still talking about crime. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. A good defense good and defense. a strong running game. Yep. <laughs> That could be why Chicago has such great defenses and running games. Right. Because in the city, that's that's what you got to be. Um, but the, the Trubisky guy, a little, little Bears talk here real quick. The Trubisky guy's doing okay. Yeah, I told he's you not, he would. He, he's not great. No. But, but he's better than what they've had. Of yeah, he's, he's better than Cutler. I'll give yeah. him that. He's better than Cutler. He's better than whoever they had last year. Oh, that was Trubisky. I know. Uh, it was McGlennon. Oh, McGlennon. Oh, that's right. The mighty Scotch McGlennon, <laughs> who, who's now like third string in Arizona or whatever. Yeah. Yep. Now, I don't know, because you're not watching football. Are you following our fantasy leagues at all? Oh, of course. Yeah. I, I like fantasy football because I don't have to sit there and watch replays for 40 bajillion years and True crappy story. beer ads endlessly. So fantasy football is great for me. Okay. Like, I, I, I pretty much... I I go and you know set the lineup each week and then I just kind of like forget about it and I'll sometimes I don't even follow it on Sunday I'll like remember on Tuesday I'm like oh did I oh, win did anything I, win? I mean you have been pretty shit this year I kicked your ass every time I've played you oh in the All Star League or in, in both leagues in every league that you and I are in I think that is true uh, yeah. I'm doing decent in. Our keeper league, I think, but yeah, in the yeah. All Star League, I think I've won a game. Uh, I have a I feeling my Facebook now. picture is going to change. Um, you know, I was actually going to talk to you about that, and I was going to wait till we're off air, but fuck it, let's do it on because yeah. this will make it better. I was thinking about buying a trophy for the other end. Well, we have a winner trophy. You want to have a loser trophy too? Yes, I do. Do you want to describe it for us? Heavily Brett Favre oriented. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> that kidding. only affects if I lose. I know. Right. No, no. That's what I thought. Which has like, never oh, happened Alex before. Or... So, actually, it has. But you never lost? I've lost the first year. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You. Okay. No, no. I like, obviously, I, I like it'd just be like a toilet or something and uh, like a little inscription says, I suck at fantasy football or whatever. I don't know. We could could we it could be talk. a toilet we could talk with, with like a tiny floating Roger Goodell inside of it? Sure, or or maybe Chris Collinsworth's smiling face, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, we should bounce it off the other guys in the league. But no, I, I'm, no, I'm, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm thinking I, I want to make a I want to make a, tr- a, a trophy that you have to you don't have to display it prominently in your house, but it has to be in your house on a shelf somewhere. Okay. Where people may occasionally see it. We would then have to institute a rule that the winner must also take their trophy because I still have. Yeah. The trophy and both and I didn't win last year. I know, but when you did win and you were here, you didn't take it. And then Alex, who's our current winner, has been here and hasn't taken it. Well, I I think we're gonna have to institute the you mail it to people. So like it'll have to be like mailed. Like you, you the loser from last. See, that's year unfortunate because you're it. the only one that would require that. The rest of us are a short car drive away from each other. I would argue you are not a short car drive away from each other. Uh, compared to yours. Well, yeah, 
So obviously I'll pay postage for mine <laughs> as long as I win. You're not going to win, you, though, so that's really not an issue. You don't think I'm going to win? I don't think you're going to win. I don't think anybody's going to beat Alex. I'm pretty sure Alex has made a deal with the devil, and he will never lose this league <laughs> again. That could be it. I don't know. I think that Alex got on the phone with Pete Carroll, made the mm. deal, and yep. it's just it's his forever. You're doing good. You're still going to lose to Alex. We'll see. I'm I'm at the top of the I've got a two game lead on him. So That's because you've faced me more than he's faced me. I know. That's <laughs> what we need to do. Is you just need to play me the rest of the season. Uh-huh. Yeah. I vote no. How okay, about no. how about no, Scott? Fine. Uh well, we'll see what happens. But either way, I think I'm going to make a loser's trophy and whoever loses, well, I, I think I'm going to have to go with some sort of Chris Collinsworth themed bullshit that'll have to go on there somehow. Yeah, I I support this and let's ask Alex and Ryan what they think. Guys, what do you think? Do you have any issues against it? I'm not hearing any objections. So I'm hearing that they love Chris Collinsworth and absolutely want him on the trophy. Alex loves Chris Collinsworth. He loves Chris Collinsworth and there's nothing that says shit on me more than Chris Collinsworth and less than a toilet really. Like 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 toilets say shit on me less than Chris Collinsworth. It's so. true. Yeah, I think Collinsworth wins. All right. Well, you've okay, heard it wait, here, folks. There's one other person I could put on that trophy that would probably be worse than Collinsworth, but I don't want to do it. I'm a registered member of his party. Let's just put it that oh, way. Oh, Trump? Yeah. No, I feel like the trophy is going to outlast him, hopefully. Yeah, I think I think we could go too long. And plus, Chris Collinsworth is just too perfect. But mm. uh, yeah, I, I could do Trump. <gasps> oh, I said the name. and told that I said the name, didn't I? She's not a big big fan of 45's name. You coming this way? Oh, there's a fairy princess headed towards me. Crying because you s- you spoke he I who shall not be named. Or I stole her shoes. Hold on one second. Now she's climbing the chair. Don't climb the chair. Don't climb the chair. She wants to climb the chair. All right. Probably got like at least 10 more minutes before she goes full crazy on me. <laughs> what do we want to get to? Um, I uh, I love that we're doing this new non-edited version because <laughs> literally uh, I think we're going to stick with it beyond that 10-minute point, Brian, and we're going to see sure. what crazy time is like. Oh, Lord. Yeah. I don't want to see what crazy time is like. <laughs> I'd like the 10-minute, I'm just going to like shut my mic off and be like, okay, Seth's got it. Go get him. <laughs> All right, well, so... We covered the World Series, which I know you were desperate to talk we about. So desperate. So, so desperate to talk about the World Series. We covered Halloween. There's really nothing else big going on in the world right now or in our country that we need to discuss, I don't think, right? Definitely. That more or less sounds like it. Yeah. Oh, wait. Totally forgot. There's this, like, poll going on next week or something. I've never even heard of that. Yeah. That makes no sense. I know, but apparently, yeah, I don't know. I think it's like, it's like the, you know, the American Idol thing. It's basically that. Um, I just think we're, if I, if I'm understanding it right, I believe that we are supposed to like on Tuesday, I think we're supposed to go and I I think we're basically just all getting together to pick the next American Idol. If I if yep, I'm understanding that's it. it right, that's entirely it. Yeah. American Idol. So sounds fantastic you, to me. 
Are you? Do you know? Are you gonna Justin, participate? Justin and Kelly. Justin and Kelly all the way. Both. Both. Why would I not pick them? Yeah, like same time. I want to see their love. Like, like in a porn star kind of way. I want them to. <laughs> I want them to fuck on camera. For America, on on ABC at like seven o'clock at night. You know who Justin is now, right? I think we've covered this. I don't. Wait, is he? He's not Justin anymore. Well, I mean, he's still Justin, but but he's he's playing a new role in life. Really? Okay. He's he's little sweet. He's the the tiny Dr Pepper spokesperson. That's him. That's him. Now, okay, I'm doubling down on my previous statement. Kelly <laughs> Clarkson bang each other, right? At seven o'clock at seven p.m. in primetime ABC Land. That, yeah. That's what I want. That's my vote. Yeah, it's probably a probably a vote for nothing, but oh well, there it is. So, other than uh, the American Idol thing, though, the election is coming up. Yes, and uh, and this is this is a pretty important one because if you want to, uh, if you're not a fan of of President Trump, then this election would be the way to uh, let people know that. Or if you are a fan and want people to know that uh, you're still a fan of President Trump, why you would be, I, I don't know. But, uh, you know, yeah, this would be the one. What are your thoughts? Twenty, obviously. On whether a blue wave is coming or not? Here's my, here's my before you even answer yours, because I always, I always feel like you have the smart analysis, and I oftentimes okay. piggyback on it. So okay. I'm going to throw out my thought first, and if it happens to match, then it just does. He's going to bring out the gut response. The yeah. Gut response. Now, I, I, think, I think that a month ago, mm. I felt confident that the House is going to go majority blue and mm. uh, the Senate's not going to change to blue. Um right. Now, I am more sure that the Senate is not changing, and so is Sammy, and um, and I am less confident about the House because I feel like, despite all reasoning, somehow our president reverting, I didn't think it would be possible to say this phrase, getting worse than he has been. I forgot how bad he was when he's a campaigner, but mm-hmm. he has reverted back to campaign mode. Yeah. And, and he, he, he almost never stopped, but he's really ramped it up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's really ramped it up. And it's just, and the thing is it's, I'm seeing things like I shared a thing from Fox news that you saw where I, I'm seeing things where even both sides of the media are one side clearly more than the other. Are they're they're calling it out and be just just noting how bizarre and inappropriate and this is not what a president should be doing, but mm. damn it, it seems to work. It does. It does really seem to work. Here, I I'm I'm with you in that. God, I I just don't know. I would. Is there going to be a blue wave? No. I, no, I don't think so. I think all the people that voted for Trump are pretty much still standing by him, and I'll tell you why. He hasn't done anything awful enough in their eyes to fuck it up. Like he said, I'm going to make you guys super rich. And more or less, he's like, I don't think he personally has made the economy better, but he's gotten lucky and the economy got really good around the first two years of his presidency. 
I think it's going to go in the shitter here pretty quick. Probably so about is. 2020. The stock market's like, they, it's, it's, it's taking it's, dips, yeah. It's, it's taking dives for like four to five days in a row, and then it barely corrected, and then it kept diving. Like, it's yeah. it's not most good. Of the econom- most of the economists I've talked to said that, like, it's going to rally again in the beginning of 2019, and it'll, by the end of 2019, like around September, October, either that year or in 2020, it's going to just be a full-on shit show again. It'll be another, not uh, hopefully not as bad as the 2008 recession, but we got another recession coming. Right. And uh, uh, he just happened to be timed out. So, uh, so again, I'm, I, they're giving him credit for the great economy, whether he deserves it or not. And that's really all they care about. And, and also he's saying all the fuck the immigrants thing, things that they want to hear and fuck all the globalism. So he's saying everything they want to hear still. So they're still going to support him. Like, I don't think you're going to see congressmen coming out of Wyoming who are suddenly raging liberals. That's just not going to happen. So here's Sorry to pick on you, Wyoming. Here's my question then. Do we sure. have, in your opinion, are there more people in this country that want to hear that rhetoric? Or is it just that the people somehow that see it as bad just aren't voting? I think, and this is all me just speculating. I'm just speculating like a like a good Republican boy does when you're from <laughs> Eastern Oregon and you speculate. I I speculate that people don't care. Like he's not bashing white people until he comes like you know what would fuck him over if he came out and was like, you know who's fucking up the economy? Middle class motherfuckers who get tax cuts. Stop with your fucking tax cuts. Pay your share. Like, boom, all of a sudden he's gone. But he's not gonna say that. He's gonna be like, Oh, the wealthy people, or he's gonna tell you those goddamn poor immigrants coming here ruining everything for you and so people again either people don't care enough that he says shitty things because it's not a, it's not really directly affecting them oh donald trump said fuck gay people well i'm not gay so who gives a shit like like that's they just don't care uh that's the middle line and then there are the people on the whole other end of the spectrum who are like yeah fuck gay people and minorities like there there are people and a lot more people than I think would openly admit it uh, think that way in America. And I think the I think the the um, I think part of it. I'm gonna go deep here, a mild deep dive. I'm gonna do this go quick though, because obviously nap time is coming around. <laughs> My <laughs> nap time too. But uh, I think that what you get is. Uh, Sorry, there's a fairy princess coming up on me. And I forgot <laughs> what I was going to say anyway. You're I going deep, deep on it. There. I was going deep on it. I was going to be like, ooh, let me just figure out America right now. Do you know? What are you eating? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the question for America, really, right there is, what are you eating? A piece of cardboard off of, oh, it's the tag from your Disney princess thing. Yeah, that's not really food. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> I appreciate that. Good job. She okay. has faith well, in she you. She says you can do it. She didn't eat it, so that's good. That uh, is good. She did spit it out into my hand. Sure, I'll take that any day of the week. Um, if it helps oh, any, your train of thought was going off of the fact that you think there are more people than will openly admit it that want to say fuck the gays and fuck the immigrants. I think that the fact that we aren't giving Trump any due for shit that he does right is affecting how people view us. 
the liberal side of things because I, I do count myself as a liberal even though I'm a registered Republican I I'm, I have pretty liberal ideas but I mean he's he's done some shit that has not been a bad idea he's not a completely useless waste of space all across the way is he a terrible representation of America oh god yes am I embarrassed every time he opens his mouth or tweets his little thumbs god yes do I hate that he's the president yes 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 on all of those but has every single idea he's had been terrible no he rene- he's renegotiated a couple treaties. Some of them did need to be renegotiated. Some of them didn't. And some of them make us look like dicks now. But he's done what he said he was going to do, at least. I'll give him points for that. You know, like, hey, buddy, you, you came in and said you were going to be a dickbag to everybody. You've been a dickbag to everybody. Good. Good. You're honest on that level, I guess. So I think just to, just to counter-argue that point, you know how... Sometimes people will want, like, they'll want acknowledgement and praise for just doing the basics of what they're expected to do. Yep. I feel like that's what this is. Well, first of all, my first, my immediate thought was the exact same thing could be said about Obama when he was in. The other side did not ever give any credence to anything he did positive. And he did way more positive than negative. Whereas right now we've got a shit storm with a couple nuggets in the, like there's a couple pieces of corn in that turd that might still have some nourishment to them, but that's about it. Okay. I I don't think we're that bad, but all right. I'm talking about Trump, not the country. Oh, with him? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then yeah, sure. There's some nuggets. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. The country, country, we're not too terrible. Not great, but not terrible. Yeah, no, no, no. Trump is the turd and the, the, sure. the corn kernels are the couple little things I like that corn. maybe he's done right. I like corn. Great. Corn's yeah. nice. And there's Corn's some great. corn in there. Sure. Sure. I will grant But the you thing this. is, you're not going to go pick those pieces of corn out of that turd because mm. they're surrounded by so much stuff you would not want anywhere near your mouth. True. That is what I think is happening with why, yes, Trump doesn't get the praise that I'm sure he wants and feels is earned oh, for, he, his, he wants it so for bad. his few he little things he's done right. Yeah. Because it's kind of expected. Like, that's your job as the president is to do that shit. It's Mm. also your job to refrain from From doing all of the other stuff. Like, here's the thing. All of his supporters, this this is the one that, that I just never knew how to fight in any sort of conversation or debate during the 2016 election was, he tells it like it is. You know what? Mm. He's not a politician, and he, you know, and he may not have the best ideas or any, but damn it, <laughs> he tells it like it is. Sure, that's cool. Except mm. that I would qualify someone who tells it like it is as somebody who is honest to a fault, even if we don't want to hear it. Whereas uh, Trump has just tells it like I want to hear. It. He tells it like I want to hear it is what that person is actually saying. He tells it like, yeah, exactly, yeah. He tells it like (laughs) they want to hear it and then just repeatedly is empirical evidence proves that he has lied about almost everything. Yeah, he he BSs about tons of stuff. Well, I mean, he inflates his ego with like like the the one thing that everybody, well, there's a lot of things, but the one I'll bring up is that inauguration crowd that very clearly wasn't as big as Obama's by a fucking mile. But I mean that their th- their thought is well I know it isn't but I want to pretend it is because I fucking hate Obama a and b I I am so tired of people of liberals telling me I'm wrong 
Mm. And that's where I think we're losing people. We're so in a rush on our end of things to tell the Trump people what they're getting wrong that nobody wants to hear you yell at them that they're wrong. So you got to find some way to talk to them if you want to change their minds. If you want to just let them wallow in ignorance, then by all means, just keep going. But like the amount of I, I have a lot of liberal friends on my Facebook. I do. Mm-hmm. And not not that Facebook is the see all and end all of America, but you would think it is the way that they're all talking about how they're going to heighten our security during elections. <laughs> my thought on that, just a real quick tangent, because sure. that's that's tangent the thing away. that's big right now with the election going on is Facebook is making sure that you're safe. But my thought on it is all Facebook can do is present information or lies to you Mm. so the best way to make yourself safe quote unquote during election time is Mm. just don't fucking believe what you read on facebook it's pretty 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 easy well i have i have two ways of doing it uh one facebook will present you with your friends shit you literally don't see anything your friends don't post so if you've got friends that post dumbass shit, and you know they do. By the way, liberal or mm-hmm. or conservative, I've got both in my feed, and I keep them there because I like to go. Ah, I see that uh, the Jimmy Bill. I don't have a friend named Jimmy Bill. I don't want to call anybody out. Jimmy Bill has posted an a, 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 a article from Breitbart about how Muslims are in the caravan and are coming to America to blow us up. Anything Jimmy Bill posts is probably full of shit from the right wing, but that's at least what they're saying. So now I know. And mm. on the other end, um, I've got uh, Sally Grace, the theater major from who's now in Los Angeles, throwing their dreams to the wind and is embracing lies challenge and has posted a horrible thing about how Trump's going to gun them down at the border with the army. He's ordered the National Guard to just shoot them when they come to the border. And can you believe this? And then they're going to pull them away from their children and throw them in, in, in candyless pits where there's no candy. And it's just, it's just a pit. And oh, my God, it's the most horrible fucking thing in the history of time. <laughs> Hitler couldn't be worse. Like a whole bunch of fucking bullshit. Like, and I'll just be like, OK, so Sally Grace is full of shit. Sally Grace end. sounded a lot like John Lovitz. <laughs> she does, doesn't she? <laughs> she's, been in, she's been in L.A. a while, you know? So, okay. Uh, well, thank you for the peanut butter that I didn't want, but I have now. Do you want the peanut butter jar? You can have it. It's plastic. Thanks. Throw it at my dick. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's my life that I lead now. Yep. No, I'm not going to open the peanut butter. You got nut butter to the nuts. Pa-pow. Pa-pow. You at least got that combo down, I guess. Yeah, right? Um, but yeah, that's like the thing that, that I have is, is don't trust, (laughs) trust Facebook, but look who's posting it and, and what's their track record. I try and, I try and not post anything on Facebook political unless I'm a hundred thousand percent involved. And usually I won't cite an article. I will just state an opinion that I have and I will label it as this is my opinion about what's going on. I'm not going to share like, and I'm not saying people shouldn't share news stories or whatever. I just don't do it because people don't trust the media anymore. So sure. I'm like, who do you trust? Me, because I'm still in your Facebook feed. So if you trust and respect me, here's my opinion about something. And sometimes people get on there and tell me I'm an absolute asswipe. And sometimes people just go, oh, yeah, that's not a bad idea. And I, and what do you post? She Nudes. posts a lot what? of like, yeah, graphic stuff. It's no. not, it's not okay. How dare you what will the boys say when they come to the yard looking for your milkshake (laughs) (laughs) i will tell them to get the fuck out yeah except except for who justin timberlake he's married give it time 
No home wrecking for you. Yet. Yet. Got to be at least six years old before you start. Six that years stuff. old before you can start home wrecking. Um, you were gonna say before I derailed you with my tangent though. You have a lot of liberal friends on Facebook. Oh yeah, I have a lot of liberal friends on Facebook, and and I got to be honest with you, most of them are busy posting exactly what I just said. Please don't post shitloads of really biased Huffington Post articles, and then acting like somehow they've discovered some mighty truth. And I'm like, dude, you found a Huffington Post article. It's a incredibly liberal slanted article that cherry picked its facts about what it wants you to think and be outraged about. And it wants you to be outraged so that you'll click it and then you'll share it and then other people will click it and they will get revenue because that's how modern media works. Right. And so I just, but when you share that shit, any of, and it, it gives ammo to all the Trump supporters that you may or may not have in your family or on your feed because people, th that's mostly how I think it interacts that I've seen usually is somebody who's very liberal will post something and they're like super conservative cousin from Alabama where they're originally from, but now they live in L.A., will jump on there and scream about how that's not right. And then some, uh, some liberal friend of the person who originally posted it will scream about how that person from Alabama is a racist like Hitler. Then the person from Alabama will be like, fuck you, and scream about something. And then it just it devolves from there. I think right. I pretty well summed up how most Facebook posts that, <laughs> that wind up like that go. Yep. Uh, and I, I just I want to say to the liberal people, if you wanted to change Cousin Jeffro from Alabama's mind, you got to go and say, okay, what do you think Trump did right? And instead of, it, when they say something, pick like one thing that they're, that they're kind of right about, and they don't even need to be fully right. Just be <laughs> like, I do, I do agree with you that he has put one foot in front of the other, more or less, and walked. You are correct. He has walked. He is a human being capable of ambulation. I agree with you. What a great ambulator our current president is. I, how wonderful is that? I think that when he calls um, Megyn Kelly a uh, hot bitch on the rag, that that's maybe disrespectful things that presidents shouldn't say. Because I think you've got a truth in there that you can stand behind and fight on. Mm -hmm. And I think people tend to fight everything. At, like, everything is a 10. Like, like, every Trump tweet is worth getting outraged about. It fucking isn't. Like, one out of, like, they're all pretty ridiculous. Right. I'll grant you. But, like, if we get outraged about every single time, it just, it means that there's no outrage left anymore. And then Trump can just do whatever he wants and his supporters can defend him every day. But if we really hammer him on shit, like, like when the Putin thing went down, when he basically sucked Putin's dick on national television, I was like, okay, had we not been outraged about everything he'd been saying for the past month, we could really get outraged here and nail him to the fucking wall for this because even conservative people on Fox News were going, this is bad. Yeah. And you got to wait for those moments and then jump in there. By the way, she's cooking in the kitchen right now, <laughs> so that's the noise that's happening. So and when I say cooking, she's dumping water everywhere. So anyway, back to, your, so back to our politics now. I, I'm, I wanted to ask your opinion before this becomes old news. Sure. Um, the Saudi Arabia thing. Mm. What is your take on it? Because I know mine. Uh, I'm curious about yours. It is a complex thing. Did Saudi Arabia order a journalist killed? Fuck yeah! Come <laughs> on, like there's no way you sent 15 Saudis and this and the prince didn't know shit about it. Right. I I don't believe that for a hot fucking second. Do we live in a world where if we want to exert pressure on China and 
Russia, our two main, more or less, enemies slash allies at the same time. Every The way the world fights wars now is thankfully not in a giant fucking jumble in the middle of France where millions of people die. The way we fight is we have an arrangement with Saudi Arabia that they will sell us gas and that they will fuck China over on the price of gas and they will fuck Russia over, which means Russia has to scramble and is relying on their own oil reserves instead of on uh, the way we are able to be reliant on Saudis and others. Do we need Saudi Arabia? Yeah, we fucking do. So how do you tread that line? Because I think if Obama was in office right now, if this had happened while Obama was in office, you'd probably get a very... like I think he'd be a little bit more... This is terrible. I don't think he'd do a full Trump where he's like, I believe him. Because that makes you sound like <laughs> a fucking idiot. Like, that was just, that's again, that's the problem I have with Trump all the time. He's not really in that much of a power position. He can make horrible decisions. It's how he makes us look to the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. Him saying, I don't know, maybe this Putin guy's not lying. He told me that things are fine. I think this Prince guy's not lying. He told me that things are fine. When it clearly fucking isn't. Right. It makes us look stupid. The way Obama used to do it where he'd be like, this act is like he'd come out hard like mm, you know this is some bullshit and then later he'd kind of soften it up like okay but i'm not gonna fucking go to war over this so don't fucking do that again or we're gonna be fucking pissed and right. so people that like that's the way a president is supposed to handle shit the way trump handles well, it we look I weak and the, stupid. the the old phrasing of political uh, political political uh used to be you know it's like oh the politics of this the politics of that you got to get political with it yeah it's the element of i think when somebody does something wrong but you really can't nuke them for lack of a better right. term you it, yeah. you at least have to publicly say this will not stand and then yeah you yeah. you do whatever you need to do to to baby hands you know kid gloves it um right and I think that's where Trump is fucking up, is that Trump doesn't, he refuses to do anything that somebody on the left might agree with, despite yeah. how easy it might, how much easier it would be for him to actually do that. He could still do nothing. He could absolutely do nothing, but he you could wanna, at least come wanna, out and say. Here's a prime example of an area that I think Trump has fucked up horribly and that Obama succeeded wildly at, and where we are losing ground in the Middle East, more than the Saudi Arabia thing. By the way, I don't know if you can hear what is singing going on in the background. No, actually, I can't. Oh, good. Okay, it's out of range. She's got this toy that sings the ABCs, and it's just blaring (laughs) right now as I'm trying to to talk about Middle East politics. So that the Iran deal that Obama did with Iran. You know what's funny is with all the child toy noises, we might actually, this might be the broadcast, the one that gets Trump's attention. It's good, yeah. He's like, oh, ABCs, those are great. Um, <laughs> so the Iran deal that Obama made was possibly one of the best military strokes of genius we've had, m- like a military power since we invaded Iraq and Afghanistan, which like it was the most aggressive we've been in the Middle East. And I enemies. totally understand why, but for our listeners, why don't you explain why? The only friend Russia has in the Middle East is Lebanon and Iran. Lebanon and Iran are the same kind of Muslims. I forget. It's just, I should know this. They're either the uh, Shiite or the um, oh god. People are just gonna people are gonna write into our show and be like, "You uneducated douchebag! You don't even know the different types of Muslims." So I don't think anyone will do that. <laughs> okay. Well, there's 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 two there's two main types of of like the Catholics and the Lutherans. Sure. There's so there's the Shiites and the Uranites. 
I made it better. I really, I really <laughs> want to. I, I want. I want to remember this so bad. So there's two types of Muslims. There's the Iranian uh, predominant Muslims, and then the Saudi Arabians are a different sect of Muslim uh, or Islam. And we made friends with Saudi Arabia. They've been our homies for a while. And then Iran and Lebanon are basically like the other type, and they don't like us because we like Saudi Arabia, so Russia made friends with them. So when Obama made peace with Iran while still maintaining our friendship with Saudi Arabia, he basically put Putin's balls in a giant fucking vice and made him have no friends in the Middle East. Because the more... Ex- more uh, uh, <laughs> the more power we have in that situation in the Middle East, the more we... Uh, I mean, because that, that area is basically up for grabs. Russia and every country like around it is more or less Russia. China and its its allies are, are there. So what Obama did is that he's been destabilizing all of that shit when he made friends with Vietnam. Remember when he went to Vietnam towards the end of his presidency and mm-hmm. he was like making overtures to Vietnam and Vietnam was letting us fucking in? Right. That, that had China sweating so fucking hard because that's the way you fight now. You fight by making friends with your enemies but who are or your enemies who are friends of your a- actual enemies. So when you destabilize Iran and you destabilize Vietnam with peace deals, it makes it so that Russia can't ask Iran to, like, fuck you. So all that was really good for us. And now Trump has basically undone all that shit well, by right. going around and, and, and dip, like, he, he's basically acting like it's the 90s and we're fighting the fucking first Gulf War. It's out, what he's using is outdated diplomacy that's really shitty diplomacy. Mm. It's... And so that's where I think he's hurting us. Like, you want to talk about where he's hurting America at its core. It's all the really great work that Kerry and Obama did destabilizing our, our, our enemy allies. Quotation. It's a weird world we live in, man. But, uh, yeah, Donald Trump has been fucking us hard there. And I think we are going to be having to, we're going to have to undo it in about, God, like 10 years when we can finally get around to fucking undoing it. But, yeah, that's bad to me. I did not know any of that. I see if, I feel educated now. See, there you go. But like, if I sit down with a Trump supporter and I tell him that, oh man, I love what the president is doing domestically. What a great job he's done with the stock market. Has he? Uh, kind of, sure, the stock market went up and now it's going down. Who the fuck knows? But it's common ground that I can find with a Trump supporter because you've got to find common ground if you're ever going to convince him. Then I can present him with, I think he isn't doing so well with the foreign stuff. And then I say what I just said to you, more or less, but I sort of soft pedal it to where I make it sound like Trump's still okay, but not great. And then at least it plants a seed of doubt in their mind. Like, maybe Trump isn't the fucking golden child chosen of God, mighty warriors doing anything, because he isn't. Mm-hmm. You know, but you can't come out and tell them that. I could, I could just shorten it all and be like, "Yo, your chosen is probably fucking Satan's chosen." Yo, fuck you. But here's my thought. Then they just though, get mad. And my worry. What you just described and laid out, I think, is an ideal way to talk to a Trump supporter or really anybody that has, where there's a political person that you disagree on. Sure. I honestly don't think that Trump is officially the problem anymore that we need to overcome because Trump is is temporary. doesn't feel like it, but Trump is temporary. He is. The problem that I see is thing is the damage he's done and and the other right wing uh, like super right wing conservative 
it's those Tea Party people from like ten years ago that are now like somehow legit. And I don't know how the fuck that happened, but well, it's the same way. Like how are how are how are the neo Nazis somehow becoming <laughs> socially acceptable? Not, I don't know. How, how, how the fuck are they not hiding? Because they should yeah. be hiding. But the the big the big issue that I think is is that like how you said Obama was destabilizing the Middle East and all that stuff. Yeah. Trump and party. Ha- oh, hi. <laughs> Sorry, she had to come say something. No, it's our it's our guest interview. Yeah. What do you think of the Middle East situation? <laughs> <laughs> do you agree, huh? What, what do you what do you think about the bears? What do you think? Don't make her cry. Oh, she's upset now. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. That's uh, it. Okay. Mitch Trubisky's not that bad. Okay, well, she yeah. likes Mitch Trubisky. Okay. There you yeah. go. Okay. Should we get you a little Trubisky jersey? Trubisky baby? Okay, yep. Trubisky baby you are. Sweet. All right. Your wife's going to love that. <laughs> She'll be thrilled. But I think that uh, what he's done is he's destabilized domestically the concept of any sort of not I guess reliability is the word on our media. Yeah. And so when Trump is gone, I think that the hatred and inherent distrust of any branch of media that is not Fox News if you're conservative or that is not CNN or MSNBC if you're a uh liberal, I think that that's going to remain and that honestly is what's going to be more toxic than anything cuz just Let's say I was a Trump supporter and you had the conversation that you just faked with me, right? Sure. That may be fine. I may be leaving that conversation thinking, okay, yeah, you know what? Maybe Trump isn't the best the best uh, guy for the job when it comes to the international stuff. But the problem is when it rolls back around in time to pick the guy for the uh, job, it all comes down to what the media puts out. And I'm going to forget my conversation with you. I'm going to remember that CNN lies to me. Everything science says is a lie. <laughs> well, here, I, I, I agree with you, but I also think the media is a pile of shit. Yes. And if, if you want them to be taken more seriously, then CNN has to stop cherry-picking their facts, and people have to stop giving credence to Huffington Post and acting like somehow what they say is the truth, because it isn't the whole truth. It's part of the truth. Just like if you want the other side to stop acting like Breitbart has... Okay, Breitbart's a bad example. They're fucking Fox terrible News. all the way through. Fox News. There's some good on Fox News. Shep Smith, man. Right. Shep Smith is the shit, yo. Last great newsman in America works at Fox News. Nah, but, I still I still say ABC World News tonight, David Muir. Oh, yeah. He's, he actually he's not is bad. pretty level. He's pretty good, too. There's there's some good newsmen out there, and we, just, we have to back them. We got to stop backing the Rachel Maddows and the fucking... Fox and Friends and the people who basically their agenda and I know I sound like a tinfoil hat whenever I say the word agenda. I hate that fucking word whenever I hear people talk about the media with it but we've got to stop backing people whose whole business model is outrage everybody and then be okay with that. Like Because right. that's that's what it is. Like That's what I love about Chef Smith. Chef Smith tells you something he gives you his opinion on it but at no point is he trying to shove you into being mad about something. Right. He just says here's the news Here's what I think about it. Make your own conclusions. And we don't back that anymore. We back, we share and back and give clicks to 
I don't mean to bash on Huffington Post. There's a bunch of crappy liberal ones and a bunch of crappy Republican <laughs> ones. And we just we got to stop giving them credence because they are bad media. And when it gives the president the ability to stand up and say the media lies. And of course, people that watch Fox and Friends can go, oh, he's right. Because Fox and Friends is telling me it's that is that beautiful thing we were talking about before. when we said he tells it like it is. Fox and Friends tells it like it is, is Fox and Friend tells it like I want to hear it. Right. That's that's we got to get back to like people like Shep Smith that tell it like it fucking is need to be rewarded and people that don't tell it like it is need to get the fuck off the air. I honestly so. think we need to get away from the cable news networks. Like the 24-hour oh. news cycle just needs to go away, which it Jesus, never will. they're bad. No, it won't because especially not, with the not internet. Not I mean, it's just impossible now. Yeah. But no, there it's it's awful. I'm completely listening to what you're saying, but I'm she's in the other room now, so I'm, I'm keeping one weather <laughs> eye on what that kid is doing. No, it's fine. We're actually almost out of time anyway, but I I honestly think pluck somebody like Shep off of Fox News and give him a network news broadcast like David Muir has, and let's keep it to a half hour or an hour in the evening like news used to be. You could have your local news sure. broadcast, then you can have your national news broadcast. Actually, not that I not that he sponsors the show, but Shep does a Facebook Live thing. I use Facebook Watch where you can watch it any time of the day and it's like about twenty minutes worth of the news just and it's a little nugget of his thing and he it's fucking fantastic. Oh. I, I, I watch it when V goes down for a nap sometimes. I'll put my little headphones on and, and just get my twenty minutes of solid news and then move on with my day. Yeah. Uh, I, I I think that even not on T V, like it's moved to the internet and mm-hmm. I think People need to just like just reward people that are actually reporting and stop. Anytime you see an outline that is or a headline that makes you feel good because it makes you feel like you're right, maybe don't. <laughs> maybe say fuck that headline because it's trying to suck my dick and dick sucking is for for sexy friends, oh, not for. Cable I thought you were gonna say for Joe Buck. <laughs> no, no, that is not for Joe Buck. Unless you're Aaron Rodgers. Unless you're Aaron Rodgers, in which case you get down there and you you just go to town how do you feel about our catchy titles and headlines though brian if people are if people are just saying no to elements of the media that just make you feel good i mean i still stand by three gay raptors and a baby as one of the the catchiest title slash headlines out there i will i will say this about our brand of media a the amount of times we talk about cox (laughs) you shouldn't be surprised with with how our show goes and two i if if chef smith ran a show called chef smith the the dog that hunts outlaw justice can that be the name of this episode by the way oh my god yes (laughs) But, but, but still had the content he had then i would be completely fucking fine with it i don't care what you call your show you can call it dingleberry hum hum hour with chef smith and as long as you're giving like as long as you're reporting the news and not just trying to outrage people, then fucking great. I don't care. But if you if the title of your show is uh, Trump similar to Hitler in these ways, then fuck you. Get off the fucking air because he's not and it isn't and you're being ridiculous. And now no one on the other side is going to fucking listen to you. You know what's sad is I have – I think that just coming out and saying Trump is Hitler is going to push people away. But I will say that the the similarities with how just like because, you know, it wasn't just one day Nazis are a thing and Jews are starting to die. There was a slow climb and there are elements to the way that Trump's bigotry and the way he manipulates and works with his base does echo 
Like I read this I thing mean, that was it, almost jarring. It was like Hitler started as a joke. I don't know if you've read that thing, but it basically I, I have, and it's wrong. It's Hitler wrong. Was never a fucking joke. Hitler was not a joke, and anyone that'll tell you Hitler was a joke is ah, not see, that's where I I I would assume that Hitler would have been a joke because he looks like Charlie Chaplin, but. He was. He, there were people that thought he was lame because his pop party wasn't popular. Sure, but a joke? No. And by the way, he always hated Jews, and that was like a main thing. Like the minute Donald Trump opens his mouth and says Jewish people, who needs them? Like you should. De- then I would be like, Yep, Hitler. <laughs> well, I think it's more that he's doing that with Muslims and Mexicans. I think sometimes he gets very close to it, but he hasn't really gone full there yet. And my point being, though, if if an article you're reading can't come up with a better if if you're reading an article where a person can't come up with a better headline than trump he's basically hitler (laughs) you're reading you're reading a person that's not put a lot of study into it and you're reading a person that's also a bad writer and is basically just there to goad you and tell you some shit that's going to make you feel good not specifically that article there uh, that i mean yeah is trump do it does trump do some shit that that uh, has echoed around in fascist regimes yeah because fascist regimes are about controlling people's ideas and trump wants you to think like he thinks so and you're not wrong in that aspect of it but there's a long distance from he uses some tactics to control crowds to let's burn all the jews like there's there's a wide gap there that's fair uh jumping back to what you mentioned about somebody being a bad writer i wanted to yes i didn't want to interrupt you but that's the perfect segue to end this episode Mm. because i feel like our listeners that are still with us right now you you might have feel a little you might feel a little down over the last hours worth of our conversation. It's true. I don't blame it's you. True. So we're gonna flip it. Instead of talking about bad writers, I want to end by talking about a good writer, a mm. uh, friend of the show has been on here. You know yes. him. You know him since he popped out of your mom's lady parts. Think Graphic about that. Uh, yeah, but yes. Yep. Agreed. Your brother, Jordy yep. Jordan Wallace has mm-hmm. uh, released his second book in the Alistair Cornet series, Alistair Cornet and the Unicorns, Unicorn's Mare, which yep. I am currently holding my copy of the Early Access Edition because I have faith that he is going to become a famous author and this shit is going to be my retirement plan. <laughs> uh, I'll let him know that you're his retirement plan. I'm sure he'll be thrilled. No, no, no. He's my retirement plan. That's a, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no that's yeah. Um, Seth's counting on this for his retirement, so you know, make make. I hope it's good. Too good, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it is. It's out, and it's pretty fucking fabulous, actually. I, yeah. I I read it. I've read it, and it is it is damn good. I have not I'm had not a just, chance, just got delivered yesterday. I have not had a chance to read this one, but I loved the first one. So, uh, the opening chapter is probably the, one of the best things he's ever written. I and I I have read all that he's pretty much written. Nice. And I will say that the first chapter of this book is easily my favorite thing he's ever written. And it continues to be good. It's just it's all downhill after the first chapter. It's, you know, <laughs> it goes to shit. By the end of the book, you're like, dear God, is it over yet? And No, I'm kidding. It's not. It's quite good. But the first chapter really draws you in. So I would tell people to pick it up. And, and if you get to the end of the first chapter and hate it, then, you know, demand a refund. And is the first book still available for purchase? Do you know? Absolutely. It's on the Amazons. And there you can you still buy it. Yep. Sweet. So, and that know. was uh, Alistair Cornett and the banana hammock or something right and the banana hammock of woven cages yes, yes. alistair ha- cornet and the woven cage and the woven but cage. i told him banana hammock and he said no so. not a douche <sighs> you should listen to us right i'm telling you also yeah. he's not a sponsor but we love our True. shameless plugs and he's family so 
It's true. And it's good. That's the other thing. It is. It's actually it is objectively good. He's actually it is a good writer. objectively good so. writing. If you're into Sherlock Holmes and paranormal shit, it's that's more or less what he's into, and you can tell. Yeah. It's good shit. But I think we're going to end it there, because Sherlock Holmes and paranormal shit, it's Halloween. Yeah. Um, go Ooh, out and vote. Nice. Honestly, yes. whichever way you're going to vote, just go vote, because that's the most annoying thing, is people that bitch about what's going on and didn't vote. Truth. So... Anyway, thanks for listening. This has been Final Hour with West Coast Neighbors. I'm Seth. I'm Brian. And we'll catch you next time. I didn't vote in the last election. Then you can monster mash. The monster mash. And you my graveyard smash. Then you can mash. You'll catch on in a flash. Then you can mash. Then you can monster mash. This has been a Dry Run production.